What's going on, everybody? You've got the cardboard coach here with your boy, Coach Co. And team, today we got a very special guest on the podcast here today. We've got Jay, aka Mojo Sports. How you doing today, brother? What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Good to good to be here, man. Feeling feeling really uh, pumped to be here, man. Let's go. I'm happy to have you too. Uh, you and I have crossed paths countless occasions, and uh, I'm excited to formally have you on the podcast and uh, allow others to you know get to know maybe a different side of you or perhaps something. Uh, you're pretty real in your content, but just uh, you know giving you a different access or new access to a different audience. Uh, you know, you just recently moved. You made the move from Sacramento to California, Los Angeles. I don't know why I said Sacramento. They're from north to south. That's nice. what you got to think. There we It'd go. be like going from Canada to like, I don't know, like Texas yeah. or something. <laughs> I don't that's too far. far that's way yeah, too far. Exactly, I'm sorry. That's too far. Exactly. I was like, I think that's way too far. But uh, talk to us a little bit about that move. What What prompted you to move? Uh, you know, you've been spending a lot of time at Burbank. Let's get into that. But first, like, what prompted you to make that move? Yeah, I mean, I originally moved to L.A. Um, in spring earlier, and I liked it. I, I loved it. But we launched a tour. So, like, I came to L.A. for three months, and then I was like, I'm going on tour. Like, I want to go and travel through, the like, the Midwest and go to all these card shops. So I launched the tour. Then I got really burnt out after my tour and I told my parents, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I need to lay low, but I'm going to, and I laid low and then I started traveling again. And then, so like typically my business model, man, is like, I was living out of a suitcase. Like I would tell my parents, like, I'm going to stay here like two weekends and I'm going to Tampa for like a week. I'm going to go to New York for a week. I'm going to go up to Oregon for a week. Like I just planned these trips out and I would get an Airbnbs and I would talk to card shops and just be like, yo, I want to come film. I want to feature you guys. And every shop was just pumped or shows. They'd always be so pumped. Um, but I knew, I knew and deep down, I was like, all right, after the, my tour, I'm going to lay low and just travel. And I was like, I felt like I was like, I felt like I was growing so much when I moved to LA originally. And then I just felt like once I got to my parents, I was like, man, this just feels like a decline. Like everybody relates this. Like when yeah. you move back with your parents, it honestly is like a personal like thing. It's like, this is a yeah. personal thing here. Yeah. It's just not a, it's not, you're not as motivated. And like here I'm hustling like a mofo um, because I got to survive here. Yeah. Right. I got to pay rent at this really like this place isn't cheap. Um, I have to pay my car payment. I have insurance. I have all these things that like, and I know everyone's like, oh my God, everyone has to do that. But it's like, yo, like I'm actually doing this full-time content, selling cards, whatnot. Um, so basically to sum this up, I came, when I went back to Sacramento, I felt like I was gonna, I, we were, the brand was growing, but it was kind of like slow with all the travel. It was like, oh my God, I spent a thousand dollars to stay in New York. It's like, I could just like, I want to try something new. So anyway, I had planned out to come back to LA and uh in december i was like yeah i'm I'm moving back i i can't do this anymore in december let me say this november and december was prime time for a lot of card people to let's just say like the like the hobby in november december it's notorious it yes. Just yes boom yeah it's kind of low-key so i think that gives all of us like an introspective thought like to work out to figure some like plan something else and i just i can every time i always feel it in december i always need to make something happen going into the new year so I just said, I said, F it. So I said, uh, January, I contacted some spots. I was like, all right, I'm going to move in January 12th. And, um, 
I didn't make it a big deal this time. I was like, this is a personal choice. Yeah. It's for my own personal life, my health, my business and everything else. So I came here and it's been amazing since I've came here. I've been the most motivated. I've honestly haven't been this motivated since 2020, since I started this thing. So yeah. it's been awesome, bro. I love. That. I know that was a lot. I know that was no, a no, lot. No, 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 man. We're here for stories, bro. Like, yeah. like, it's just a, like people are tapped into the story, man. Like, yeah. you have to understand, like, this is like it is like survival. I feel like I'm trying to survive right now, and it's a little, but it's almost like it's crazy. Like, I took a risk on myself to like take this chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I have a bunch of things to contribute to that actually. So, the one thing I will say about you know the decline in like November, December, I couldn't agree more. Last year around this time or around that time. So I've been tracking like I, for me, I realized that, you know, I need to hold myself accountable uh, in, in the form of like I'm very like visual and I like to zoom out and, and have things to compare and contrast. And so what I do is I literally log like how many pieces of content I put like every day. And I've been oh, doing wow. this for like a year and a half. And th in this way, it gives me perspective on like. You know, even if you had a bad day, like you can still have like salvage it by having like a, like two really good days and have like now all of a sudden you have a great week or like you get a shitty week and then have like a, a still a really good month. If you find a way to like like always there's an opportunity to kind of rein it back in. And oh, I, I found that. Yeah, yeah. So I found that the last two Novembers. It's the same shit. Like it's exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. It's like I, I have. Uh, like the peak for me is the expo and like I you know I work with uh, the people at expo like quite diligently in terms of like putting out content but then like afterwards I am like spent bro like I don't like I don't want to talk about cards I don't want to like hear about cards like for like several days afterwards you know and this year I was like how do I stop myself from like that that fall off a cliff and there were some things that I put in place where you know like I'm gonna take time for myself i'm gonna like literally plan a trip right after the expo like take off for like five days and the bounce back was a little bit better but still if i compare it to la like the year before it's the 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 lull still happens and so you know i think leaning into that lull and and using that that opportunity to really sit down and think about like okay what is it that i want like it, it, it's important to note that just because you go through one of those lulls doesn't mean you have to like blow things up either. You know what I mean? Like really keeping perspective is like the, the name of the game in instances like that. The second thing I wanted to contribute is that it's interesting. I, I go into every year with like a, it's like almost like a mission statement, right? So like, I, I don't like resolutions um, because I feel like that's like a, it's, it's inevitably going to end. And so I, I call it like a mission statement. It happens in like December usually. And it's like, how do I want this next year to look? What is it like when I need to lean on something like a phrase? Like, what is, what is it going to be? And last year it was like, I'm going to go all in on myself. And mm. I distinctly remember it was uh, March. And I was debating whether or not to go to the, uh, the Vegas show, the, the Mint Collective. And I knew a lot of people were going to be there and, you know, we had been locked down in Canada for quite some time. And it was one of the first shows that I had access to. And I was like, you know, how am I going to make this work financially from like a, even from like a work perspective? Like there were just so many things up in the air. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm like lean into this mission statement and coming out of the mint. Like I, there were so many opportunities that happened as a result of that. So many connections that were made and 
all did was kind of reaffirm that like I you just have to go all in like on yourself consistently. And and so every time I kind of I was like iffy, I just kept doing that. So that is to say, you know, it for you having that moment where you're like, I need to be in that like fight or flight. Like I need to kind of like find a way to tap into that version of me where like I'm hustling and I've like forced myself into a situation where I have really no options. It's kind of like, I, I dig it. I, I very much dig it. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's a, like, it's uncomfortable, man. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Like, um, you know, some things come up where I'm like, what the heck? And, you know, I'm 29, you know, and I know that like, I don't know, this is the best growing period I think I could have is like on, on this journey right here, you know, and, and you're right. Like it, it, I'd be want to hustle. I'm at the top of my game. I definitely feel like I'm at the top of my freaking game. Like, whether it's going to Burbank every week or it's going to card shops or selling on whatnot. Like, I'm just like, I mean, we're caught. I mean, like I haven't been this organized in a long time. Like I have a sell pile. We've got eBay inventory. Like it's just different, man. Like when, when I was at home, I'm telling you it's momentum, bro. Momentum is key. Like you ride the momentum, like the tour into the national. And then it was like, Oh, what's next? There's no shows. Like one, like my brain goes into a little bit of a panic when I'm like, there's no good shows. Like, not no good shows, but they're just like the hobbies, like December, yeah. it's more family time. Yep. It was great too. I have a great family. You know, my family is like the most loving, like they're cool as heck. Like they would do anything like, you know, they're awesome. But yeah. So I don't know. You just go through introspective thoughts, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's kind of, and it's like a lonely place. It's like, uh, especially if you really start to like strip it down and you're like, well, like, why am I even feeling this way? Like, why, why isn't this enough? Right. Like, there's just a lot of questions and even more answers when you start really digging. And, uh, you know, the fact that you, you made it now to this place where you're super motivated again and, uh, you're contributing at such a high level, like you said, going to Burbank and, and checking out bleaker and, and hitting shows again. Like, I mean, ultimately we just have to consistently find things to, to be passionate about and to, to keep that passion alive. And I also think that, you know, keeping that like child uh, that child like wonder is like so important you know what i mean like really kind of tapping into that on a regular basis and it's like whatever you can do to make yourself feel alive is i think you should just lean into it and again it sounds like that's kind of like where you're at right now so this is pretty cool talk to me about your channel man talk to me about the the you know we talked about the growth and how it started in 2020 like is this are you happy? You know, like, is this, could you have imagined something like this when you first started? Are you, although you've been making content for a long time, right? Like you've been, you've, you've yeah, had like, like, I like, made, like, old, I mean, like early, I early YouTube content. videos. I yeah. made content when I was like 14, but like the channel yeah. never got big. Like, yeah, it wasn't cool. Like, yeah. People like, like people realize it now. Cause I'm for, I'm very vocal about like, you know, like when I collected, like I was bullied and stuff, like it wasn't cool, bro. Yeah. Like, now I get all these like baseball players and like just kids and like actual collectors from like when you mean in Canada, it was amazing. Like the love there, like in Toronto, like different countries, like it's just crazy, man, what these cards can do. Um, they bring us all together. You know, I think like, you know, this brings us together and then whatever happens after is pretty cool too. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the channel dude. I mean, like I have to, I honestly had a humbling experience. Like I think it was, it was during my tour. I was like, man, I was sitting in the middle of nowhere. I was talking to my girlfriend and I just think I had realized like I let my guard down where I was just like, you know what? Like 
I enjoy doing this. Like it shouldn't be like, I shouldn't get stressed out. Like we're actually creating like fun content. And I was like, I realized like, it's such a gift to be able to create content. It's hard to be a YouTuber, man. Like it's hard to be, you have to be consistent. You have to study the algorithm. You have to make the right thumbnail. You have to title it kind of weird. And I've just tried to like tweak it. And I, we've tested so many things out. Um, and uh, I don't know, man, it's just like, it's constantly growing, but here's the key. We are in a very niche community, right? Mm -hmm. the, they have video game community. I'm right here. Video game community, they have <laughs> makeup community. They have uh, bodybuilders that are huge. The CrossFit people, like yeah. they have um, boxing clubs. They have like the Pokemon people. They have like those communities have millions and millions of subscribers. Our community, like it's like sports car investor, car collector two, Pac-Man, me, Roth cards, uh, who else? Like Justin Gamble, Gamble, like all these, you like, I mean, for the, I'll say for YouTube, let's stick yeah. to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. We're talking about YouTube Yeah. for YouTube strictly. It is just like, I mean, I mean, loot box TV. I mean, they have 60 something thousand, like it just shows you. And I'm at like almost 50, like it's so small still. Yeah. Like, I mean, small. it's not small, but like it's smaller than what like the top tier communities are. No, for sure. So yeah. when I YouTube, I got to realize like, dude, this is crazy. Like when a video even gets a thousand views, like or 2000, 3000, 4000, 5000, like it doesn't always have to be like 50,000. Like that's like the occasional pop. And like, like as a content creator, you get like excited about like, man, my content's killing it. Yeah. But here's the key. This is going to be so funny to tell people. I have put in so much time to make like a, a banger video where I was like, this video is going to hundred thousand views and it freaking bombs. And then I'll put this video out there. And I was like, Oh man, this is going to like, this is a crappy video and it has over 120 K. And I'm just like, wow. It's like that. It, it's so, it's so hard to like, there's no way to do it. I can't figure it out. But that's why I, th I think it's so important. Like, and it's, it's cool to like actually talk to another content creators. Like, cause this happens to me frequently, right? We're like all like, a lot of my content is like very low production value and and I've tried to go the alternate route like in many occasions and like I put like let's say where I normally put 45 minutes or an hour into a video I'll put like four or five so like four or five x of like the, the the time and energy and and to your point like sometimes they just absolutely bomb and I'm like for fuck's sakes <laughs> I'm like what I'm like Dude, what the fuck is happening yeah yeah but at the same but time, I had, you're you, like, know, you know what, though, there's there's something to that and separating out that like these videos don't make me whole like I it's a hole inside my soul, man, like YouTube and like money and everything's an outside thing. Like I got to be happy in the inside, which yeah. is like like you, you're a big workout guy, like getting your body right, like being good. I'm believing God. So God helping people out these kids in the hobby, like that's the real stuff. This like when I get when I get bummed because the video doesn't do well, like that's that's like that's head games. Like that's not, it's not healthy for me. So I have to like dumb it down. You know what I, you relate yeah, of to that? Course. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's also just like, it's also like, if you really dumb it down, it's like, it's a first world problem. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that serious. Like it's like, yeah. it's really, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, yeah, of course there's a lot of stuff like riding on this, but you know, to my point earlier, it was like, you can have a bad video and then like you recover 10 X that in like three weeks or four weeks or five weeks or whatever the case may be. Like it's like failure is not, it's not finite. And I think that's super important too. It's like, and this is what stops a lot of people from even trying in the first place is like, you, you just expect, maybe your expectations for things are, are kind of holding you back. Right. Like, 
the best way to kind of be is have no expectations and just to your point, just really lean into the process and just, you know, I, I learned something or I had, I had a really good conversation with someone during a video or like, I try to think about it in the sense that like, I'm going to be here for fucking decades, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to be here for decades. And so as long as I'm happy, that's all that really matters. And like, if it, if it happens in, one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years. Like, I mean, it doesn't even, it, it really doesn't matter. If you look at some of the most dominant brands on this planet, like Oreo, for instance, like, dude, they've been around for like a hundred years. You know, they've been literally making Oreos for a hundred years. And like, how That's how right. long do you think they've been making Oreos before they were a household name? Probably yeah. 50, 60, 70 years, you know? Like some of these people popping off, like artists, for instance, how long have they been creating? And like, all we see is like, oh yeah, they've been like, they've been on fire the last little bit. But like, how long has like Jack Harlow been been making music for before, you know, one of his things yeah. catches fire and then another thing catches fire. And then all of a sudden, Taylor Swift, I, you know, especially after this past Super Bowl and, you know, where she's at in her career, I've seen, a, and we're in the card community, I've seen a lot of people post the, the, the Taylor and uh, Kanye card <clears throat> and that's from 2009 and i remember that moment right and like kanye was claiming that like he made taylor who she was and like now you look it's 2024 that's 15 years ago bro and she's like now she's now she's who she is but back then yeah. you know kanye could talk to her like that Do you know what i mean so like i i think that looking at at something and and being like am i doing what i want to do for me and do I understand that if I do this for long enough, like it, that the game will eventually figure itself out is like a super, it, it kind of like grounds you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, consistency, right? Like, I think you can't compare yourself to the top. You got to have to, you got to have to be on your own level and like craft your own like destiny. It's all about the journey though, man. I think we get too caught up in the destination sometimes when we're like riding the wave, like you said, like, it's too, you can't compare yourself to the top. Like you shouldn't compare yourself to me. If you're at a thousand subscribers, like you're at a thousand, you're at where you're at and you got to craft your own path because you'll develop a community that will like your content and they'll interact and you should interact back. And you know, it's just, it's a part of the game. I agree, man. Talking about your collecting. So you're, <clears throat> you have a pretty serious boogie PC. So Demarcus Cousins. My guy, bro. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. Guy. Yeah. And, uh, and Sacramento Kings in general, talk to me about, uh, you know, you're buying now a lot to sell. Um, yeah. but at the same time, you know, does having a, a player <clears throat> PC really allow you to be very selective on like what you buy in terms of, I don't know, stuff you keep. Yeah. I mean, like I've never, I would never sell a DeMarcus Sacramento Kings card. Like it's just like fun, man. Like, it's like people give some to me, but like I actually enjoy buying them. Like I yeah. buy, I I'll buy like a logo man Demarcus every once in a while, and it's and I won't say like how much I paid, but now I will, you know, pay like eight hundred to a thousand on a PC card, and I was like, yeah, this is eight hundred to a thousand that will never come back to me ever, but it's probably, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like my PC's all at my parents' house. Like here, I'm developed on the hustle, man. And but then like I have this like I don't drink, so there's this like wine rack thing that we figured out on my YouTube. I didn't know it was a wine rack. So I've been putting my PC in there. That's and pretty I've been cool. New new stuff. I basically feel like I'm on a new journey with my PC. 
Um, but I'm also adding other players. Like this guy, Josh Young, he plays for the Rangers. Like he's been, I hope like we opened some cards with him and like, I just like, I like collecting people that like I can relate to. And I think yeah. him so excited about the hobby was like really cool for me to see in Dallas. So I I've been talking to him on Instagram and I was just like, it's just cool to see. Like I, I, I told him, I was like, you know, I'm going to pick up some of your cards and it's fun. So like, cause I had a personal connection with him. So PC is important, man, because like the money comes and goes like, you, you know, these cards, you sell them, you buy them, you know, like I've always said you sell the cards so you can like, Cause you're not going to sell, I'm not going to sell the logo, man. So yeah. there's money coming in. Yeah. So if I sell, if I turn a $500 profit on this stack right here, that means that that logo man's 300, you know, to yeah. me. like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to like, I got to bring money in. I still got to function as a business, you know, um, yeah. and online card shop. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think, uh, and that's why I like, when people, I don't understand how people don't sell. I'm like, I don't know where your money comes from. I'm like, I'm like if, if you some people keep... are like, in, some people are independently wealthy though. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I'm like, I, I can't imagine, you know, like it actually kind of invigorates me to, to find, because like I love fantasy sports and keeping up with fantasy sports from like, a, like just including guys in your lineup on a, like a week to week basis or a day to day basis is like super tedious for me. But like I like following the like the player to your point, and and I have no problem, you know, putting in the work in terms of like scouting that guy out and like seeing them play at like a, a lower level, and then really rooting for them. And like for me, I'm, I have no problem buying your stuff, you know, while you, no one like I'm I'm in your corner, you know. And then like when you eventually you get there, like we're both you're eating because you signed a nice little contract and you get the notoriety, but like I'm eating because I've just you know sold something that I bought three years ago from you for like, you know, five and 10 X. Like I have no problem playing the long game, even with stuff like that. So I think, um, yeah, it's, it's fun to, for me to buy someone that's underrated, wait a little bit, let little, let sit for a little, and then, uh, you know, turn that into a PC card. And for me, when I was at culture collision, I picked up, um, an Austin Matthews, uh, autograph debut ticket stub. And it's the first ticket stub that I, I've ever owned. But when I saw it, I was, I felt like I, I I didn't, I wasn't at that game, but I watched that game on TV. I remember his debut. He scored four goals in his debut. And I really like sat there and I was like, okay, well, like, I don't know if it was sign of value to this thing because I haven't seen any sold. And I don't know if I'm ever going to really come across something because like, again, I think it's like a pop 27 with like 17 higher. So like 45 of them exist. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, you know, I see so many of his cards and the same cards over and over and over again. My whole life, I collected like stubs. Like I still, if I were to pull up my wallet right now, I guarantee you I have a stub of something in there. And now that stubs are gone, like everything is electronic. I'm yeah. like, I feel like that's really going to hit hard every time I look at this thing where there's been a lot of instances recently where I'm like, I wish I had a, a stub for that. I wish I had like an actual, like a tangible memory of that moment um and so that like recently i've been trying to not only take more pictures but uh like develop more pictures actually as like a as a way of kind of replacing that ticket stub yeah. but i was like man this is like this is a perfect transition for me i'm like i'm buying this damn ticket stub so <laughs> yeah totally well dude like i'll give you an example of that like i was big into autographs i still am bro. I still, yeah i still enjoy getting autographs and like submitting stuff but like there's something about getting an autograph for me that like exactly it's ex exactly the feeling you're talking about with the ticket. I just 
I knew, I knew tickets were cool, but like the autograph, when I got, when I went to a game that I paid for and like, I met like, um, I don't know. Let me give you an example. I met Kevin Durant, like when I was like 15 and he signed something for me, I was so pumped Yeah. and man, I paid $10 to get in this Kings game. Cause they sucked. And I got this autograph. This is awesome. Like it, it like, I'll never forget this. And like, getting an autograph from someone i always remember like what happened like i could tell you exactly what happened with the autograph i could tell you how long i waited who i was with and what what the person said to me or what i said to them it's crazy I love that. It's all it's all about building memories, right? Like at the end of the day, it's like, what do you, what do we leave behind except for experiences? yeah exactly It's awesome. Talk to me about what's what's in store next. Like, what do we? You you've got a pretty busy schedule. Like, are we talking uh, Burbank every day? Like, are we focusing more on, uh, like being at home? Or are we focusing like travel? No, I mean I mix it up. I mean, man, I'll grab my whiteboard. Look at Yeah, this. yeah. Let's see this. You're on my whiteboard. <laughs> hey, there you go. Look at this thing. I, I sit down on Sunday night and I plan this out. This is going to be in my YouTube video. I'll film with you after we're done with the podcast. I'll film Yeah. a spotlight. But basically, so today's Monday. So we got Coach Co podcast. You're the first thing on my list. I Love woke up it. at 10. I woke up late today. I Because last night I had to package a bunch of whatnot stuff. Yeah. I'm supposed to go to this blue sports cards at uh, 1 p.m. Because Croatia Twins, they're in town. And my boy Armin. So they're pretty Yep. cool. Then I got a list of whatnot and eBay listings. And then I'm going to reward myself. I put on here, I'm going to open a Prism Mega at 9. <laughs> I love it. Dude, I opened boxes off camera. And because, like, I just, for years, bro, I opened boxes when I was a kid. And I, it was cheap. It was so yeah cheap for me to open boxes. <laughs> yeah And I would record every single one. And like, I never, every time I recorded, I never got anything good. But when I don't record, I've always been lucky. yeah Um, and then like, I'll just sum this up. Tuesday, I got PSA. I have to do a thing with PSA at 9 a.m. I got some recovery thing I'm doing at 10. I'm going to Bleecker at 1 tomorrow. We talked about them opening the shop. Yep. I got to open my mail. There's hella stuff down here. There's like some gala that I'm supposed to go to for Wheelhouse. They do like the they did they produce a show Pawn Stars. Like, dude, I mean that like Nice. it's LA is popping, bro. Yeah. LeBron James duels coming down here. I'm trying to organize to see if I can meet up with those guys, but Yeah, yeah, at, at the Burbank. basically, bro, like this is a whole like I believe in like whiteboard, bro. I'm all Yeah. about the whiteboard because I have one. you can think all these I have things, one but if you over there somewhere. yeah, dude, exactly. You gotta see, you gotta see your schedule, your thoughts, everything. Like I had like one day here where I was like freaking the fuck out. So, and I was like, I'm like paranoid and I'm like, man, did I make a mistake? I wrote down every fear I had on the whiteboard. And I was just like, I was just like, man, this half this stuff is just like trippy. Like I'm just hungry. Yes. And, I'm Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and Yeah. I was just like, I was just thinking like, how am I, like I put on there, how am I going to pay rent? I don't have my whatnot's been sucking. I don't know what to film while I'm here. Like I went crazy, bro. And then I was like, I wrote it all down and I was like, man, I think I just haven't eaten today. And like, I need to chill out. I think But there's like, like, a, there's real. like, you need to flush things out, man. Like you have to flush things out, especially when you're like on your own. It's like, it's so important, but like, even if you're not like communication is, is key. And I think that uh, so many of those thoughts, when we express them in like a safe environment to like, you know, people who care about us or support us, or, I mean, even in the sense of like, if you, there's self-love there, like it, you realize that so many of the things you're scared of will never actually come to fruition. And they're just like intrusive thoughts. And that's okay. You know, like you just, you, you have those conversations and you're like, wait a second, like that's crazy.
You know, like that's absolutely nuts. It happens to me sometimes when I have to go to the airport. Like I just left, I literally just got back from Philly and um, it was like, my flight was at 1030. And I was like, well, what if I, what if there's like traffic? What if there's this? What if it's that? And I'm like, I, it was like 530 in the morning. I was just like spinning. And I was like, just chill the fuck out. Like, it's like, even if everything goes wrong, I'm sure you can leave at like 7, 730 and be more than okay, bro. More than okay. So just... Take Yeah. it easy, you know, like, and again, like I, I didn't physically write anything down, but I, I had that conversation with myself where I'm like, okay, let's strip this down. You know, worst case scenario here, like give me everything you've got gridlock traffic, uh, you know, get stopped at the border, whatever the case may be. And I was like, no, this is nuts. Yeah. I mean, dude, it, it, that's why the whiteboard is important. It's because like even scheduling, like seeing that I'm doing a podcast with you, like it was easy for me to like mentally prepare myself Yeah. for this. But if I don't write that down, I'm I'm in your podcast and I'm thinking about how I should be at a card shop and then I should do this and do that. It's, it gets crazy. That makes sense. I'm telling you, I, I had to learn this the hard way. I went like, I'm trying to think, there was like a show I went to. It was like, <sighs> It was the Vegas card show, but it wasn't the mint. And I was fucking losing my mind because we had like a bazillion things. And like, I committed to things. I like, you ever overcommit? Oh, Like yeah, of I overcommit course. Yeah, times yeah. and I'm like, I was freaking out. And I was like, I came back from that trip and I'm like, I don't ever want to do that again, bro. Yeah. And I then have, uh, I'm a bit, keep going. and then my, my girlfriend too, like, dude, she like, she's the one that kind of planted the seed with my, with the whiteboard. And like, once she did that, like shout out to AG because like, she like, I don't know. It changed the way I do things. Like it opened my mind up. And the guy from Kentucky, Kentucky basketball cards, he uses whiteboards exactly like that. Yeah. It's about like, I can't even take credit for it, man. Like I learned this shit from somebody else. Like I'm I so learned through so many people, man, yes, just yes. listening and like asking the right questions. Like, yeah, this is like, I, I, some guy from Lexington, Kentucky, who was a teacher inspired this basically. And my girlfriend. I run so many lists, bro. It's not even funny. Like I have uh, like a calendar on my phone and then I have like a, a daily to-do list. I got a weekly to-do list and then like a monthly to-do list. <laughs> so like all like when I check something off a bunch of those, I'm like, this is a beautiful moment here. Like, but just for me, same thing. I get like super overwhelmed if I have just so much shit on the go and I'm like, okay, how do I break this down? Like so that it's like bite-sized bits where I can just cross this off and I get a little bit of like dopamine from like actually crossing something off. Bro, 100%. right? Like, I, I relate, yeah. I relate to that. You have no idea. When I cross Yeah. your name with this list, not, not a bad thing. No, no, that's okay. Could be dope. Yeah. Cause you're like, I'm like, this is beautiful. You know, like I just did this. I just did this. And again, like if you need to zoom out and be like, Oh, I did nothing today. Like, even if it's small stuff, like I have the smallest shit on this list sometimes, like literally like throw, like, like flip the laundry. It's like something I would, you know, otherwise, caused me stress if it sat there overnight and, and all of a sudden my stuff my stuff needs to be ironed like there's there's just so many little things that happen so i'm like if i just take care of this now we're good i'll say another thing that really kind of changed my 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 trajectory is like this year i started doing uh like a, a, a gratitude jar so Oh, it literally wow, those says are cool. grateful on it and um especially i find that winters in in canada are just fucking brutal especially like the january february march And it's kind of hard sometimes to, if it's dark and it's cold and like, I don't really know, like lack of direction. And uh, I will say that it's kept me just beyond 
beyond sane. Like it's kept me really, really, really grounded over the course of the last little bit. Every day I just write something down that I'm grateful for. And it could be something so insignificant, like it was sunny today or, you know, I had a really good conversation with my mom or, you know, I'm happy. Like my, my cat is healthy or like, just like yeah. shit that otherwise gets overlooked. And uh, if I ever need to, I just reach in there and I pull one of those out. I'm like, yo, I have so many. And visually, I have so many things to be grateful for. Bro. Like, look at this. Yeah. You know, like, what am I what am I doing being stressed out about? The one thing that didn't go my way. So, yeah, no, that's cool. I really like that. Gra I really believe in gratitude, too. Like, that's why my my motto is one day at a time, you know? Yeah. I, it's awesome, man. My friend, um, talk to me a little bit about what. You know, this this integration with fanatics, they're here. You, we see some of the, I don't know if you've seen some of the videos from last night about uh, like Michael Rubin and his like Vegas parties, tons sure. of athletes, awesome. crazy amount of athletes, crazy, crazy amount of uh, like, I, there's like Elon Musk there. Like, it's like, I mean, there's there's definitely a segment of the hobby that's not excited for, for having, I guess, like so much mainstream attention or like someone who has all this capability behind him. But like, me personally, and I think you're kind of on the same page. Like, I love this shit. I, I love that, like, the guy who's running this thing has the capability of, like, just talking cards with fucking Elon Musk. You know, like, they all signed, like, this, like, one of one, like, Topps Chrome. Um, I don't know if you saw that. Like, there's, like, Lord a board or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, that is, there's, like, Shaq and Elon and, and all these trippy ass, massive names in pop culture. Yeah. All signing this, like, fake sports card one of one and it just for me my brain just goes bananas and i'm like we're, we're just getting started i mean to your point with like the, the youtube stuff we are in this you know we had that run-up <clears throat> with pricing and, and a lot of people came in and and a good chunk of people have left since but i think that the capabilities of of having something you care about and are so passionate about being the gateway to athletes that you admired before currently people in pop culture and just like interesting individuals is like it's never it's never been more possible 100 bro i believe in that bro that guy michael rubin is like the great gatsby bro you guys have he's he's something else and you know what man you know i get it you know there's a lot of like you know rinkadink people that are not happy about them but you don't even know. We can't. We're just speculating, bro. Just like let it happen. Like let Topps Chrome basketball and football come out and like just let it go. Like there's too much speculation. There's too many people that like are riding the content wave on this stuff. Like I don't talk about I don't report on this stuff. It's ridiculous because you don't know what they're going to do. Number one. Yeah. Number two, they are growing and, and maximizing the hobby. I'm not going to use the word 10x. That's yep. ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> but I like. I like the, um, what do they call it? What is it called? Like, I don't know. I don't want to, what is it called when it's overconfident? They're confident. Yeah. I yeah. like the confidence. And you know what? You got, they're like Nike, man. Like they want to be the best. Like Nike always said, we're on offense. So they're on offense, right? They're going to push. The time. They're going to dominate. They're going to, they're going to push around Panini. They're going to beat around. They're going to try to get LeBron in. They're making all these crazy commercials. They're marketing the hobby. They're getting kids involved. They're calling the shots. Like, they need um right now what they need is they need some hobby people to uh speak to them though. They need some hobby people, like real hobby people, not business people to yeah. right into this industry and like listen to what we are saying because 
at the end of the day, you can market the hobby, you can promote it, but it's got to be attractive. You need a card collector bring somebody in. You need somebody that knows the back end of this stuff. I hate to use it. Um, wow. <laughs> tops. We're using tops here. You yeah. need somebody that has the blood, sweat, and the tears for this thing that's passionate about it. I'm not saying to work for them, but just listen to us. Yeah. Listen to us. Like, this is going to be the key to the success. Because, and I think it's great. Kevin Hart, boom. Okay, you got Travis Scott, cool. You got Elon Musk, cool, 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 cool. Awesome. All these people, um, that's awesome. Now let's, let's, and he's bridging the gap. Let's bridge the gap and bring everybody together. And I think they're on the right path. Um, like I said, Ruben's like great Gatsby. I think it's, he's balling, like it's cool. And I think everybody gets super excited because people want a part of that. Yeah. You know, I'm sure so many, I mean, come on, man. Who doesn't want to go to that party? Are you kidding oh, even me? The, the white party that he throws is like ridiculous. Do you know? Put me on the list, man. I don't even care, man. Also, I, I don't even have to say. Like, it's, oh. it's cool, but I'm telling you right now, the back burner of this whole conversation goes back to the collectors and the community. Like, I'm I'm talking, I'm not even talking, I don't even like the word influencer. Yeah. You don't even have to look at me. You got to look at like Joe Schmo from like, I don't know, Virginia or from dallas just like just look inside and like these kids like the kids are the the key to like this thing like bridge the gap between the athletes the kids the athletes and the community like let's bring it all together like um and i know they're optimistic i know they have good planning and they have some good leadership i just like just pay attention you know um but yeah like we can't speculate like it's so crazy everyone hates fanatics then they love fanatics they hate fanatics I love fanatics. Fanatics I lives crap. Now it's good. This and that, whatnots. I mean, I like whatnot, but yeah. like it's just like nobody can figure they can't figure that shit out. But that's on them. Um, but at the end of the day, like it, people are so quick to judge. Yeah. Oh, there's too many super factors. Oh my god, LeBron's here. I love him. Oh, like it's just like, bro, we have such a reactive hobby. Yeah, like, but it's just to, it's life. Like, I don't though. even give it's my like, reaction. Yeah, I think it's just sports, everyone's calling. I think it's sports, bro. It's sports and like just people in general, right? Like every time so anything happens, people have to give their opinion on things, right? Like Mahomes, like Taylor Swift Mahomes, Mahomes was washed and now he just won uh, another chip. Oh my right? God, like, bro. Like Mahomes yeah. was washed. The Chiefs were washed. They Now Purdy sucks. You know, like LeBron, Le- LeBron's been it, shit for 20 years, but somehow has like four chips under his belt. You know what I mean? Like it's, there's always going to be that hate. There's always going to be people who like oppose. Yeah, it's just human nature, I think. You know, like, and I think that if you're if you're doing something right, you're gonna get a opposition. You know, if everyone agrees with you, I think that that that's when you should be worried. <laughs> like, like that's that's when you're like, oh man, I'm doing something wrong. Like, I'm hundred percent doing something wrong. Yeah, I mean, right. like I said, dude, I think Fanatics is doing it. They'll do what they're going to do. It's just going to be in due time. We just got to be patient and, like, trust the process. But at the same time, I, I challenge them to listen to us. That's exactly it, bro. I love that. I love that. My friend, I want you to let all of us – first of all, I want you to just, like, absolutely plug the living shit out of anything you want right now. So if oh you got gosh. something, go- if you got, yeah. you got right, something going on, your my, channel, me, I have my script ready. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you guys, subscribe to our YouTube, Mojo Sports. Follow me on Instagram, Mojo Sports LLC. And we are live on whatnot every single week on Wednesday specifically. I'm going live and you guys got to tap in, join my invite link. You'll get your first $10 spend on me. And also, you know, those Zion cases, I don't yeah. have one. 
If you need a Zion case, use the code MOJO10 and you're going to get a discount. And make sure you freaking like this video or whatever's going on here. Show Coach Co some love. Get, let's get him some more followers. Canada, we'll be back in April. Toronto Sports Card Expo, have to, have to be it. there. I love it. Uh, man, I want to thank you so much for jumping on here. And uh, as always, just being super authentic and, and talking about not just sports cards and content, but just like the 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 behind the scenes stuff and, you know, really the personal growth stuff that has resulted in you being where you are today. So appreciate you. And uh, team, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Cardboard Coach. You heard the man. Please go follow Mojo Sports on all channels if you haven't already. And uh, team, for now, Coach Co and Mojo Sports are out of here. Peace. Peace.